Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very accomplished woman from Ahmedabad, Poonam Kathuria. Poonam, welcome to the show. Thank you. Poonam is the founder of the Society for Women's Action and Training Initiatives, which is uh, also called Swati. Uh, Swati is an organization that works on issues related to violence against women. Uh, Poonam has been recognized and felicitated globally. So Poonam, let's talk about the Society for Women's Action and Training Initiatives, which is Swati. Tell me about the work you do here. Well, uh, gender-based, we are a feminist organization, all women's organization, and our early motto, we articulated it like within the first two years of our formation was of the women, for the women, by the way. Wonderful. So we are a feminist group. Uh, and early in life, we also decided that violence against women is the key issue that we want to address because mm-hmm. when you end, when you address gender-based violence mm-hmm. is when you address structures. If you're working on livelihood, if you're working as SHE groups, you're working on, on you know, nutrition, it's something that is a primary need and everyone benefits from it. So when mm-hmm. women form SHG groups, men get to take loans and they are very happy that women are forming SHG. Correct. It's when gender-based violence comes into the picture is when you start talking about what is that structure which is perpetuating, allowing someone of another gender, but mainly male, to perpetuate violence on women and girls. Mm-hmm. And what are those structural factors that women continue to be in that form of violence? And that's how our core objective is to address all forms of violence against women. Mm-hmm. So that's how. So, so let's talk about uh, violence um, against women. I mean, I think it is, it is completely unacceptable. But let's talk about uh, what are some of the challenges that are faced by survivors? Or people who have faced this? See, people who face violence, the first challenge that we as survivors face, and I call myself a survivor because every woman faces some or the other form of violence in her lifetime. So Mm -hmm. there's not a single person who can say that I haven't faced violence, be it in the public sphere, be it in the private sphere, within the home, outside the home, public institutions, educational institutions. Mm -hmm. We as survivors, one of the first things that we have to fight is our own mindset. Mm -hmm. And that's our first challenge where should I talk about it? Should I should I challenge someone? What is the repercussion of that? There's a social repercussion. There's an economic mm-hmm. repercussion. There's a challenge of approaching the judiciary, the law, the legal system. So I think there are multiple challenges. And then you also have the lack of information on what kind of support you have. Mm-hmm. So family becomes your first challenge. And the family, moment you talk about it, is the first barrier to addressing that violence. Because mostly people would like to say, oh, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it'll get over. Maybe you don't need to talk about it. Maybe you need to do it another way. Maybe you need to change yourself. I think these are the multiple challenges that any woman in our society, uh, be it a poor person or a, or a well-off person, faces uh, in our society. Very interesting. And you know, uh, Poonam, I was speaking to somebody in the US on something similar. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, one of the things I learned was that a very large number of instances don't even come out in the open I, because families don't want to talk about it. I just mentioned that to you. Okay. And, uh, and they don't come out in the open in our own data. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly, there's this NFHS4, which is a fairly well-respected data for the country, National mm-hmm. Family Health Survey. Mm-hmm. 
So we have the 15, 16 data where uh, it shows compared to seven and eight, nine NFHS three, which was in 2007, eight, violence has gone down, less, lesser women reporting violence. So compared to 26% women saying they faced violence in the last one year from a spouse, you have 20% women saying we face violence from a spouse in the mm -hmm. 15, 16 data. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, uh, you have 23% women um, also uh, saying that they reported violence in the first phase, in the NFHS3. So you have women in the, in the NFHS4, only 14% took help mm -hmm. compared to 23% 10 years earlier or six years earlier, sorry. So I'm saying what is that phenomena at once? So there's a reporting which has gone down and there is a taking help which has gone down. Mm -hmm. And then we looked at the, of the 14%, what happens, who takes, like of the 20% women who faced violence, 97% took help from the family. I see. 1% uh, went to doctors, medical systems, because you end up going to a medical system mm -hmm. if you face injury, if you face, you know, mental, mental trauma. So took help from hospitals. And only 3% went to the police. Wow. So um, now if you say reporting, this is the reporting. Mm. And even the 26% is a tip of the other uh, 20% reporting or in 2015-16 is a tip of the iceberg because this kind of thing is always underreported. Usnevi sexual violence will always be underreported. Correct. Correct. You know? And uh, so those are the kind of challenges even in our data. Mm. And I think we need to have a more... And the moment you do small community-based surveys. So we did one in, I think, 2004 in mm. five districts. So we had 68% women reporting. Wow that they face violence. And when we ask them, is, is ka kya hai? Mm. they say, ke gilas pe bhi hinsa ho jati hai. Mm. Ke ka gilas manga aur nahi diya, mm. ho jati hai. Hinsa is no reason. Mm. It's a power relationship. Because men have power and he knows that uh, she's not going to go away. Or she's not, she has. So there's a helpless no quotient which is created for women, okay? How do you keep her? Lachar. Mm. Helplessness quotient is, uh, is a word that, that we coined. And we said, this is how women are, are kept or are sustained in violent relationships. And because men know and um, are aware that there is no challenge to their, their power and she will continue to suffer till she cannot suffer. So women report violence only when it becomes unbearable. Hmm. I cannot take it anymore. But tell me, Puna, what is the recourse? I mean, you know, education of women, education of men, uh, education by, by parents of their sons. I mean, what is the what is the answer? See, the answer is has been kind of known to us. Mm -hmm. Point is, if, whether we want to walk that path mm -hmm. or whether we want to walk the talk. Okay. I mean, we all we have data which says that women uh, at higher levels of education do face lesser violence. Again, I come back to the helplessness quotient. Mm. She has options. Maybe she can take a job. Bara class padi mahila, less violence. Non-literate fifth class padi mahila. This is again NFHS data telling us all this. Mm. Rural and urban. Urban women face lesser violence compared to rural because you have lesser facilities, lesser information, more feudal societies, mm. the barrier, you know, just the mobility factor. Rural woman finds it very difficult to move out of her home because the support services are so far away. For a rural woman facing violence, First barrier is, of course, the family. Then you have a samaj, which is like very heavy on you. You have a society around you, a community, because it's a very community-based society. Yeah. And then you have all these 
systems like the police may be 25 kilometers away the health facility might be uh, you know another uh, 25 kilometers away i have no information on helplines i don't have a phone and the bus which takes me to that facility also maybe i have to you know travel another 20 so you see the kind of barriers which come up is sound simple to i mean this seem implausible but sometimes when you talk to women you say my god you know yeah uh, and and so obviously education of women is an answer property to women women who have property mm. kerala this kerala data mina mm. agarwal has written books on it that you give women land you give women property let us see who will i mean whether they'll face violence or mm. hai na so so all of that is going to and then of course parents parents have i mean parents have to become sensitive i do say that the younger generation is more sensitive mm. um uh, we do research we research is a very integral part of our work and when we work with girls and boys mm-hmm. boys do show more gender equitable attitude but kabhi kabhi ye lagta hai this far and no further mm. you know because patriarchy privileges all men yes and men or boys are not willing to, i mean you have to get to another level to say i want to give up my privilege because mm. however poor a person is has one servant and that's his wife who will wash his clothes clean the house wash the vessels cook for him so that he can go to work next day and then she also goes to work post that so i'm just saying patriarchy is the biggest thing and then you have this masculinity which is mardangi which is which is to do with the idea of power which is to do with what do men do what do men what can men what do men look like how do men behave so you know so you have the family saying are ye khana kyu banayega you know uh, are ye aise kyu karega softer men are ridiculed very often uh, so we have case studies of how people boys who are soft are called girly wow mm-hmm. <laughs> and they suffer mm-hmm. so ye it's a very entrenched kind of a system which we have to so all i'm saying is you have to work multi prompt there's mm-hmm. no single answer Uh, you have to work at multiple multiple levels mm. including state institutions yeah, yeah. and you know, you mentioned that only 3% of cases reach police stations uh, is uh, any deterrent action taken by the police or is it just another case that just no, keeps no, lying police thinks chori chakari is the only calm they should look into mm-hmm. they think all these women create extra work for us i see in covid we have a situation where we interviewed several women because covid mm. mein bahut aaya tha na gender mm. based violence has gone up uh there were reports of doubling and tripling even from mm-hmm. the national commission from women and even from police stations we had mm-hmm. reports including helplines uh saying that they get more calls when men are at home so women when when women were trapped in a way with their perpetrators abusive mm-hmm. husbands uh and those men had not much to do also stress was there no work no money mm-hmm. and uh, liquor flows of course so obviously uh, violence against women had gone up in multiple ways mm-hmm. and this woman tells us that he beats me up and the police which is in the village to ensure that everyone is maintaining social distance and uh, mask mm-hmm. the police guy tells me that maybe you don't feed him well that's why you beat he beats you know feed him good food he is in distress mm-hmm. so i'm just saying um ye ek attitude hai police ka police jaldi se madad nahi karti hai in including uh, women police officers yeah yeah see ultimately all of us women are also in a patriarchal system mm. uh, you may have women police officers sometimes more sensitive there is some facilitation because you can argue with them a little better because 
the the listening is a little more, like like the receptivity is a little higher mm. but otherwise they are also in a system they survive in that system by becoming equally male mm. it's a very male system so okay. as a police officer as a as a woman police officer you have to be almost like men in order to be able to be very well said very well said so you know uh, coming back to swati you know what is the role you play in supporting a lot of these women i mean you know if, if our viewers and listeners love to hear anecdotes without giving names of course so if you can share one or two such instances you know before i go there uh, i just also want to talk about our work in terms of we like of course gender based violence is our primary core uh, area of work yeah. but also one of the roles that i have is to how to forward this good Mm-hmm. and we try to we work on uh, on 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 mitigating gender based violence at several levels right and we work in a systems approach because working with individuals is non sustainable because the individual moves on and then the next and the next but you do nothing to change the system so we also work in a systems approach mm-hmm. where we work with community systems for example so initially in our work in the life of swati we set up these nari adalats mm-hmm. which were women leaders from the community trained as paralegal workers i see and they would hold these very public uh, kind of uh, of hearings mm-hmm. okay so they would sit in a public space very often outside a court mm-hmm. and we would ask like so awareness in the villages so women will come with their cases and you have this very public way of talking about is violence right or wrong and i'm talking of 30 years ago okay okay uh, and this is how we started our work and uh, and suddenly so for example the way the nari panchayats we call them nari adalats or uh, nari panchayat mahila panchayats uh, suddenly in the public domain and everyone's watching okay this is now a very public kind of a hearing and there's this family of the of the male and the female and everyone is talking about usne kya kiya usne kya kiya and the questioning happens around is it is violence right or wrong Mm. and you push the definitions and boundaries of what is right and wrong and you arrive at that under no circumstances violence is wrong and today when you see gender based violence as a very common understanding like it is wrong mm-hmm. no one denies ke domestic violence hai 30 years ago people said this doesn't happen right it only happens to poor mm. or it only happens to people who are not literate acche gharon mein nahi hota types to wo ek tha so that was the community system where we modeled this on the jati panchayat महिला पंचायत saying my father my husband has thrown me out of the house on allegations of being uh, of being uh, unfaithful or infidelity so and then this case came to the nari adalat and 8 march ko humne is case ko 8 march ko we said you come and speak on the mic it's important that women speak on violence against women in a very public way okay. and then her father also came and then the next day the nari adalat was held and then the father in law and the son comes in and suddenly during this whole discussion kanku and i said the name but kanku suddenly says you know my father in law did this to my mother also mother in law he did exactly this and threw her out wow 
and suddenly the entire jati panchayat the caste panchayat which had come they just got up and threw their pagdis down mm-hmm. and said ye aise baat kaise kar sakte so the issue no longer was whether the father in law had also done something similar mm-hmm. or something happened to her mm ha ah, but the issue was how can she talk like Wow. So this this is how you you push the public discourse mm. and you take it into the public sphere and you sort of uh, work on it. We also work with health systems because a lot of women who face violence they come mm. into the doctor very mm. often the medical system because they think only medical is so they treat the injury but and the doctor realizes ki isko ye chot seedhi se girne pe nahi lagi hai she is not fallen from the ladder mm. but he doesn't ask because he thinks it's the private matter. Mm-hmm. and she goes so he treats her for the injury but not for the violence which is caused the injury and the violence keeps on happening and this woman keeps on coming back to the system so we started working with the health system and we work in three large public hospitals uh, where we get about 1500 cases per hospital in a in a year wow. and these are referred to us so we train doctors we work with nurses with the medical staff and uh, these are all in rural areas mm. uh, and so that's the sec- systems approach that we take because that is what is sustainable because ultimately the health system has to say and who by the way world health organization has recognized violence as a public health concern yes. mm. so that's how we work with policy and with the system and the third is we work with the governance system okay. cities safe cities ka kaam ho raha hai to mm. so municipalities ke sath kaam hota hai ki aap lighte lagaoge aap सेफ्टी करोगे आप टॉयलेट्स बनाओगे महिलाओं के लिए महिला गांव में कौन है गांव में देर ओनली ग्राम पंचायत सो वी आर नाउ वर्किंग विद गवर्नेंस सिस्टम रूरल एरिया बिकॉज अदरवाइज वॉट हैपन्स वेन यू डोंट हैव मोबिलिटी मोमेंट यू कटेल अ गर्ल्स मोबिलिटी यू कटेल एजुकेशन करेक्ट यू कटेल एजुकेशन यू लीड टू अर्ली मैरिज बिकॉज अब पढ़ती नहीं है तो साथ शादी कर दो मोमेंट यू हैव अर्ली मैरिज यू हैव अर्ली चिल्ड्रन यू हैव मोर अर्ली प्रेगनेंसीज so you have more children dying you have malnutrition and the whole cycle then continues and india is one of the largest in the world contributing to child and underage marriage not child marriage anymore but you still have underage marriage below the age of 18 so that's how we sort of work with these systems that's now right. and sort of look at it in policy kind of a framework uh, and i can tell you another how we deal with it it's it's so complex meaning you deal with it in sometimes in a in ways that might seem even wrong mm-hmm. uh, so we had this case in one of our hospitals we work with very feudal communities very mm-hmm. so this person approached us and said that i am from a very feudal maldhari maldhari is our cattle ranchers mm-hmm. and they to have like you cannot marry outside the community if you do the entire family will be outcasted okay and they will also be and no one will ever marry them no one will ever eat in their house that's the kind of culture i mean the social norms which prevail so anyway so she uh, had been or unme kafi baar ye palne ka vivah hota hai jisko ye cradle you like while you're still 6 months you're like pledged to somebody else by the age of 5 you mm-hmm. so as she grew up she realized that she was married she had like as a 25 year old she is married to a 47 year old wow. who is her is 47 and in the meantime she also fell in love with somebody else and decided to run away with him and family somewhere supported it her family because they realized ki ye kya ho gaya hai so one day when she was sleeping in the husband's house this other family comes in a jeep and kidnaps her and now keeps her in a in a constrained situation mm. and long story short she manages to run away and gives us a call now we are also worried because this is a very 
fierce you have a community to deal with you don't have a family to deal with and the legal system itna yahan pe woh strong bhi nahi hai matlab isme kaam nahi kar so then we put her in a shelter home in amdavad she was in a place called radhanpur which is 300 kilometers from amdavad but we said let's put her in amdavad so we brought her to amdavad so i my counselor was in touch with her but i wanted decided mai bhi jaati so i went to the shelter home and she came out and she says you know then this was just within a day of her being in the shelter home and she says you know i'm going mad i have been eating uh, gutka since the age of 5 mm. and yahan se yahan pe inhone mere se le liya oh. i can't stay here mera to sir ghum raha hai <laughs> i am not able to sleep mujhe chakkar aa rahe mere mujhe kuch tha ye samajh and i had taken kampos with me so i didn't have gutka but i passed on those that those 10 tablets of kampos and said ye kha ke reh lo so you know that's how we and then of course then we negotiated with the community we got mm-hmm. with the elders and finally got her back to the person she wanted to amazing you know, long story so this is how you end up sometimes doing things absolutely amazing and uh, is there law uh, in 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 our country to support or protect women we have some of the most violence? progressive laws which are we not have. implemented india not is a very progressive legal regime mm-hmm. and that's the strength of the women's movement uh so you have 498a you have protection for women against domestic violence act you have a very strong rape law which is graded in terms of sexual assault ko grade karta hai wo very very strong laws and that is where the women's movement succeeded but the implementation is so poor and the legal system is so it just drags and drags and drags mm. uh but we do see i mean so i'm saying that's our challenge and women are using law less and less i mm. think in the current atmosphere fascinating So Purnam I'm going to now move to the next segment of our conversation uh, you know our audience loves to ask you know loves to hear a little bit about you personally so I've got two or three questions for you personally My first question to you is that uh, as someone who founded this amazing organization what are some of the core values you believe in Violence is non-negotiable Correct Um transparency has been a very very core value to the organization from day one hmm. and some amazingly we haven't had a single case of corruption in the organization in fantastic. the year fantastic and uh, and i i sometimes wonder how will i deal with it if it happens hmm. meaning i'll consider it a personal failure hmm. okay okay um and uh, i think when we work with cases i think uh, uh, i mean that's the other thing that we do i mean it's one thing to say supposing i um, we do go by what a woman wants and she may want that i want to stay back in a relationship and and we may counsel her but it is ultimately her wish that we pursue okay. uh, so it is her autonomy autonomy of women uh, you know their what is it that they want to do is is something that we sort of kind of uh, stay with very interesting um Time for two more questions. My next question to you is that for someone who is doing so much and is actually seeing results, what does success mean to Poonam? You know, it doesn't mean anything because there's always so much to do, and you continuously look at itna baki hai, sirf itna hi hua hai. You haven't been able to define it. Okay. I've thought about it earlier, and I have. I've not felt success. Okay. Okay. And a follow-up question from that Poonam is that who or what inspires you? 
to keep pushing yourself to do keep giving back so much i think something innate uh, innate me matlab i don't mean that uh, i mean i'm a person even at the age of 14 or 15 i would notice poverty mm-hmm. you know it's something that i could not bypass uh and i could just not walk away from a slum without feeling why are they poor you know mm-hmm. what is it that i did which i i i mean i haven't that it's only an accident of birth mm-hmm. it puts me where i am yeah so like i think uh, i think challenges inspire inspire me matlab i am a person who if i'm challenged like failure can never deter me within 5 minutes i am like excited about it wonderful <laughs> and i feel acha isko bhi solve karna padega wonderful wonderful so nothing i mean yeah terrific terrific punam thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you thank you for the amazing journey you've taken me on uh, about the work swati is doing and you know thank you for the amazing work you're doing to protect so many women thank you thank you again and good luck thank you thank you thank you Thank you for listening to the brand called You video cast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.